0: Welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host Wayne, and that fine gentleman, that that, that dude, that guy, the oh rum guy. <laughs> oh man, it's awesome to finally be back talking. Actually, to be honest with you guys, I'll tell you all straight up right now: we hadn't been on a show yet in almost a month. Like seriously, this is the first time we've been. Together for a month. So, and we got a really, really kick ass guest coming back to the show. Uh, MHOG family member himself, Smoke, what is up, buddy?
1: It's the return of the killer. What's up, fellas?
0: Not much, man. Not much. We're glad you're back, dude. Seriously, we're glad to have you back on.
1: Man, so good to be here. So good to be in a uh, company of like minded uh like energy people
0: very cool man, that's right
2: very cool well, so, man speaking of speaking of uh energy and and like-minded you yes. were on an amazing adventure the last time we were talking you were getting ready to leave and i'm assuming you left where did i go you went
0: on this trip man you were yeah, going. yeah you you were you were leaving tennessee and heading away
1: Man, I've been on a lot of trips
0: since then. <laughs> like and then I, I look, I, I've I've talked to you intermediately throughout your trips and stuff, and I've seen like you in like a camper and then you doing this and then you hanging out over here and all
1: kind of stuff, man. You've been doing like the world tour. Smo on the go. That's it. Yeah. No, I think maybe where I was headed last time we spoke, I may have been heading out to Oklahoma.
2: I uh, think you're right.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think so. So we went out there and planted the flag, made it smoke Oklahoma. <laughs> we've been growing out there, you know. Like uh, the energy's growing, the uh, the people are growing, the plants are growing, uh, everything's growing. Oklahoma. Well,
2: what, what, what do you contribute the energy to? I mean, where where is it coming from? I mean, around it's, you. I mean, I know you've done big changes with your life, but sure uh,
1: I mean, you know, it's just I guess like just the universe like the sun you know it's kind of like what makes you get up out of bed in the morning it's the sun so the energy source is really the same for all of us man i'm driven by the sun i love uh to be in beautiful places and hang out with you know cool people and uh i don't know the the universe the the energy's all around us man it's like the the problem is most of us stay so distracted yep you know and
2: i mean there's things out there that can distract us from our happiness (laughs) i I can't believe that i can't
1: believe so you know the energy's there you know you just gotta be aware of it and don't be scared to grab it and uh yeah i've been trying to get people to like just see the energy in front of them but People feel like, you know, like the energy is at the gym, like they got to get up and get in the car, go to the gym, find the energy, you know, the oh. energy, it's always like right there in front of you. You just got to choose to like grab it. So I've been grabbing the energy everywhere I go and uh, trying to keep everybody in a positive, you know, state of mind and a positive oh, state yeah. of goal setting. Uh, you,
2: I think we all kind of need that. Uh, after this past what year and a
0: half almost now, two real- years man it's been a pain in the ass for two years for well you know us all over here in louisiana we got smashed by that damn hurricane and kind of shut down us all over again and then yeah. and then you know we, we of course we still got this stupid pandemic shit that's going on it's getting less and less and then people are fighting over the shot and and it, it's uh, i just wish people would shut the fuck up sometimes just Go outside, like you said, and just enjoy the day.
1: Well, oh, yeah, that's you know, the pandemic didn't bring that on. I've wished people would shut the fuck up for a long time. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, like me pandemic, too, man. But I'm just saying, the pandemic just turned the volume
0: up, right? You know, because
1: <laughs> yes, there yeah. wasn't anything else, so you just tuned in, and like everything got so much louder, and it just got so much less of what it once was. Yeah.
0: It's like, it's like more people had a voice at that point because they had nothing else to fucking do. So we were like, okay, well, let's listen to this guy, you know?
1: Yeah. And a lot of people got, you know, more famous during that time because of their voice. Yeah. You know, I chose to just sit back, you know, first year of quarantine. We gardened for the whole year. I had two gardens going and then winter was a bitch and, you know, snow and ice was pretty... Bass, we just hibernated, you know, and then we we wound up putting on, uh, of course, you know, 2020 was my year one of being a vegan. Right. 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 I dove into the pandemic, which the pandemic probably helped me achieve that. You know, I don't want to glorify the pandemic, but I will say that with the help of the pandemic, I was able to achieve a better place for myself physically, mentally, and health-wise. That's good. So I don't think that I would have been forced to stop the way that I was with the pandemic in any other uh, situation. Even when I had uh, open-heart surgery in the middle of being on tour, that only had me down for two months, and I was right back to work. The pandemic, you know, I haven't been to work since February 2020.
0: Right, right. That's fucking crazy, um, man. That's so crazy to think about that kind of shit.
1: Yeah, and, you know, it's always like at the end of some shit like this, you think and you're like, man, I wished I would have done 50 sit-ups a day during the pandemic. I'd be fucking (laughs) right. You know what I'm saying? So I guess the one thing that I have – well, not the one thing, but the the most predominant thing that I have that I feel most positive about is that dietary change and that lifestyle change of – uh, going vegan, yeah. you know, or plant-based, whatever you want to call it. Um, well,
0: you know, I'm I'm, it's a, it's I'm, I'm glad to hear someone's got something, you know, I mean, you had gotten something positive out of it. Because, you know, a lot of people uh, include myself, it's, it was that first, like, six months, man. It took us a while to get out of that fucking doom and gloom section. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, fuck, dude, what are we going to do? Everything's shut down. Everybody's getting sick and dying. We got to <laughs> lock up people, you know. And once you finally got free of the mental part of the whole thing, then you started to be able to, you know, make yourself feel a little better.
1: Right. And then everything turned political.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Then that fucking gasoline
1: fell on the fire, you know? Yeah. So we first had to deal with our own mental stresses of, you know, what the pandemic was doing to us as individuals, as humans, you know, and then as a nation, like after the first year of that, we find ourselves on the back end of that. And the ones who survived were, you know, we feel a little bit stronger and a little bit more confident in our ability to survive, you know, some fuckery like that. <laughs> yep. And then all of a sudden they hit us from the side with a whole handful of manure <laughs> and it's all political. It's like and then we're all just sitting back like, damn, you know, we've all moved on. You know what I'm saying, but like the politics can't even move on from this shit, so now it's become you know like you were saying about the vaccines and the the mandates and the boosters and the you know i mean we're still we're still arguing about fucking masks, yeah. you know what I'm saying like, so as a as a as a nation, I don't think we've grown much at all as individuals, I think the ones that were able to sustain good choices. And good decision making during that time uh evolved and grew, and I think the people that were not going to be able to make good decisions or evolve, <laughs> pandemic or not, are in the same fucking predicament. You right? Know what I'm or,
0: or even worse. Some you know. And, and, and you know, it's crazy. It's like a lot of these people that I hear, you know, uh, I, I hear them like, I hear both sides being in the in the job that I work at because you know we are requiring people to come into our business because we see so many people a day. They have to wear a mask to walk in, you know, vaccine or not. We don't care just just to make sure everybody's safe. We just want to make sure like that. So we hear on either side when they walk in, oh, I'm fully vaccinated, blah, blah, blah. We're like, okay, you know, we get that. And then other people are like, like, I'm not going to, you know, Wear a mask. I'm not going to get vaccinated. I, I you know, the, I don't want the government to tell me what to do. I don't want. I'm just like Jesus Christ, man. Can we just can but we just sit down t- and take care of your animal and you stop bitching at us, please?
1: The government tells you what to do on everything else, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not. I'm not pro-vax or, you know, right by any means. But I mean, like, come on, stop saying I'm not going to let the government, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Just say that with your taxes. You know Uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're so (laughs) powerful to say, well, I'm not going to do what they say. Okay. Let's wait till tax time comes and see what you do then. Like, you, you, we've always been bitches of the government. We got no choice. You know, like if you want to, it's kind of like pay to play. Exactly. Exactly. They're, they, they're standing there holding the fucking. The jar and the invoice every time we turn around. So like when, you know, and this is a weird way, you know, it's a weird thing for anybody to have to form an opinion about because it's so, it's such a strange reality, but like people who are just like, uh, they stand on that. I'm not going to make anybody make me do a, like we've all had to get vaccinated to go to school. You know, we had to have shot records as a kid, Sure. I understand it's some brand new shit and I'm not putting no brand new shit into me and that's just kind of where I stand on it Right? you know and that's not even me leaning on the fact that like I'll claim I'm a new found vegan and that shit has human shit in it you know I'm not gonna put some other person's stuff or whatever wherever you got that shit from um, I'm not gonna put it in my body I'm not even gonna swerve on the like I'm vegan I'm just gonna say i I don't trust it, you know it ain't been long enough, and I ain't gonna put it in my body right that's the understandable. other stuff that I was forced to or my parents were forced to see that I was vaccinated uh about was some old shit that had been around for a long time. they worked out some kinks and shit like before I was, even came around so uh and I'm not familiar with one of them like measles and yeah measles mumps all that. Chicken pox and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. All that 1920 and 30, 40 shit. But, you know, like it's necessary. So, you know, like we've all had to get vaccinated and shit. And we got to get our animals vaccinated. And, you know, if you run a farm, you get your cow. You know, it's vaccines are all over the place. So it's just that, you know, everybody's been given the grand wizard tool of the fucking internet to stand on top of their fucking soapbox (laughs) and protest their knowledge that they burtled directly from their asshole (laughs) and and just fucking smear it all over the wall with no with no repercussions
0: you know what i'm saying like there's so
1: true if if we would have done the internet like driving and would have made a motherfucker get a license before he could just (laughs) Get get on the internet yeah like there could be accountability held you could one you fuck up there's a strike on your license you know and then but they didn't do it like that they just opened the gates and was like fuck it let's let kids have porn and let's let, <laughs> let you know, everybody talk mass amounts of shit with no accountability and let's like and what they don't understand it's like you're you're cre- you're doing like character suicide you know what i'm saying every time you get on the internet and you just openly publicly put smear your shit on the wall. You know what I'm it, saying?
2: That stuff doesn't go away. It just hangs out there
1: forever. Yeah. And your character is on the chopping block, man, because people will find out who you are. Like, because you're dumb enough to say I'm this person, went to this school, work at this place, married right. to this person, got these kids, you know, go to this, all this shit, you know what I'm saying? It's like, they'll t- they tell you exactly who they are, where they are and all that shit. But like, like
2: stick figure families in the back of people's cars, yeah. you know more about them driving behind them than you,
1: you should. Yeah. So the, the big problem here is that they've get, they've given the entire, the, all of society, a compl- like a megaphone uh to just, you know, voice their uneducated opinions on. And that's kind of where we're at with this, this vaccine, you know, with the pandemic and the vaccine and p- politics, everything that's going on. I don't get, you know, gabby petito's murder like you know all right? this stuff it's like, I, I shouldn't even know about all this information i shouldn't even know you who know? the girl I is i, I, I shouldn't, shouldn't know. my wife that, my wife came into
0: i was editing one of the shows she came into my office my, my the studio area and was like yeah i'm live i'm live Following this murder live streamed, I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like, she's like, "They're live streaming from where they found the person."
1: Yeah, and I'm and like, "Got all the fucking bounty hunter on there, uh, of all fucking people, dude! Of I mean, all are people, you fucking kidding me! Like <laughs> well, he, is, he is
2: the Chuck Norris of bounty hunters."
1: Yes, and not only has this been completely <laughs> blown way out of like reality just by putting it all over the internet. Now you bring in Dog, the bounty hunter. Of like to, well, I think I know where this guy is. And it's like just everybody cashing in. I yeah. saw so many, like some special ops guy who had a show <laughs> yes, escaping Christ. these crazy things. And it was like, we're going to talk to him for an hour solid about what it's like to escape situations like this. And I was like, like all these people just cashing in. On this poor girl's death, this poor girl's death that I don't know her. And, you know, like I could have gone my entire life without knowing about all of this. Right. But we are all forced to consume this program that they constantly reel out for us every day in the form of uh, media. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be news, whether it be entertainment or whatever like you know i i know way too much about alec baldwin shooting someone on set yeah i was like and god I,
0: damn that that like it, i read the i read the thing and i was like you know all of a sudden my whole news feed was full
1: of oh, that alec, shit you know and i'm a fan of his but like i don't want you know it's just weird the way that we're fed all this information and then we're overfed, you know, and it's no different than eating terrible food. Right. They're already feeding us terrible food as a society, you know, and they feed us terrible media, but then they overfeed us. And then you get the same problem as when you overeat terrible food, we all become sick people. Yes. You know, and whether that comes in the form of depression, addiction, suicide, you know rage uh d- domestic whatever like we're sensitive like globs of cells and they're just <laughs> oversaturating us with poison you know what and, man
0: you know man i'm i don't mean to cut you off but i'm going to name this episode sensitive globs of cells because that was the greatest line i've heard in a long time
1: that's all we are man that's, it's that's just so like, fucking cool <laughs> we're all just a bunch of like sensitive ass globs of cells and water just you know (laughs) trying to figure it out and and you know here here we are we would be perfectly fine just in existence right but you add all these fucking formalities and all these rules and all these make-believe ass uh governments and uh dollar signs and you know these uh, fame and fortune and fucking poverty and homeless stuff. you had all that shit like we're just we're simpler than all that you know what i'm saying like this this issue that we live in we created it ourselves it's all man made fuckery
0: yeah
1: and it, as individuals you know you might you might not be able to like save the world you know what i'm saying but like you can fix your fucking self yeah, you there there's
2: no saving something you have no control over.
1: Right. right. Like I don't have control over what my neighbors do, right? But like over here, I run my shit, how I run my shit for myself. And I've started doing that in a way to where I benefit rather than I become less than, you know, like I've started to really reap the benefits of a better lifestyle, a better diet. Like, yeah, it would be it would be real fucking easy to go down to three corners market and continue to get gravy and biscuit fried eggs and country ham that shit sounds delicious (laughs) but you know i want to be alive in 10 more years when maybe one of my kids has a you know kid and i can be a grandfather and like you know and i know that for me um when like i had a eating problem and i Food like my food consumption was terrible. Meat, meat on meat on meat. It was like meat, eggs, dairy, cheese, times three every meal. And like I just knew that that was my downfall. No more than someone who has a heroin addiction knows they shouldn't call the dope man. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so you gotta you gotta figure out what it is for yourself to make yourself a stronger. Smarter, healthier person, and you got to like really dive in on that. And for me, um, it just happened to be the diet. And you know, I again, I don't want glorify to glorify the pandemic, but shit if I was still like if I was on tour and was trying to be vegan, like man, it should be hard. Yeah, I was gonna say that it'd probably be really difficult
0: to do it on tour, man, because god damn, I mean, where are you gonna find <laughs> you know, like. Late night, right. late night shows, you know, you finish like, fuck, I'm hungry. You go to Denny's or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, just using that as, a, as an example, it's like they don't have too much vegan
1: shit on the menu at a Denny's or a, or a late night anything, you know? No, nah, which is which is why me and my wife started to convert the tour bus into a tiny home. That oh, way no we shit. could just travel in it, you know, whenever we get back to doing some shows, we can just travel in it and then we're in our home. That's fucking that- cool, man. Yeah. Cause I can, if I'm in my own kitchen, I can make food all day. Like as long as I've got veggies and rice and beans and stuff like that, you know, I can have fruit. I'm good. Right. You know, I could anything and it doesn't take a lot. You know, people say eating healthy is very expensive, but it's actually quite cheap. Um, and it does, it just doesn't take a lot once you figure out, you know, that food is just fuel. It's not, it's not a party. You know, it's just to make the next turd (laughs) (laughs) and that's it, you know? So, um, once you figure out what's, what works for you, you know, and you can cut it down. Like I could really live off of black beans and, uh, a brown rice and broccoli. I mean, I could, I could probably live off of that. No shit. And I love it. I eat so much of it. I'd have to have like a sweet potato too, probably. Well, yeah, you gotta have but, that, man. But you know, it's not hard, you know. And it's—I hate to just be on this diet thing. It just happens to be like my past couple of posts on my Facebook. My—I had a song come out this week that was a vegan.
0: Yeah, I was fast, gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna get into that a little bit, man. The uh,
1: the meta, Yeah, man. The, so you know, the Meta Burger—it's a—it's a vegan fast food joint in Denver. And, like, let's be honest, if I'm in Denver, I'm there to smoke a lot of weed. And, (laughs) you know, the one thing that, as a vegan, you really want when you've been smoking a lot of weed is fast food. Right. And I wouldn't eat Metaburger every day. I wouldn't eat Metaburger once a week. I'd probably eat Metaburger once every three weeks, maybe once a month, you know, if even just because I don't really – after being – plant-based for going on two years now i don't really do the imitation stuff you know the first year you really had to lean on impossible stuff and beyond stuff and then you realize like into your second year uh you're like that shit's just as bad for you as the real stuff you know so i'd stop eating all the processed meat right and i know meta burger's process you know it's a processed plant-based meat um, but it's fucking delicious, you know, and they've got vegan cheese fries, chili cheese fries, for God's sake. What? Yeah. They got chicken. They got non-chicken nuggets. Like the, and the, the thing is, is like this song's old. This song's like shit, baby. How old the song? Two years. Like two years old. Nice. And the the video is even like a year, a little over a year old. So. Watching the video, I was like, damn, I was fat in that video compared to what I am now. <laughs> I was like 280 in that video. I'm 240, you know. So I'm like, man, I'm way slimmer than I was in that video. Um, But, you know, like, I like shit like that, you know. And, and the rapper that reached out to me and wanted to do the record with me, uh, Hundo. Yeah. He, you know, he's a vegan rapper. And he was like, bro, you're vegan now? I was like, yeah, man, fucking, you know. Doing my trying to do my plant based thing, and he was like, uh, he was like, man, you know, you got to come check out this restaurant. I went and checked it out. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing, you know, like I could get down on this. And this was when I was new to being a vegan, and uh, so we wrote the song, and it was dope. I mean, like, what do you think about I, it? I loved it, man. I thought it was, I thought it was great. Like, it made me want to
0: go eat this stuff. Like, really, yeah. like I was like, man. I even went and checked out their their menu, and I was like. Uh, I want, there was like some, like a Hawaiian burger or something in there. Yeah. The, uh, the Island. Yes. That looks, that sounded fucking great, dude.
1: I was like, yes. man, I would tear that up. So if you pay attention to the, uh, the lyrics, you know what I'm saying? I say the, uh, what, are, what was it? So I'm talking about a lot of their menu items and you, everything. You do
0: talk about that one for sure.
1: Yeah. So I tell you, I, what I do is I come up with a, uh, I come up with. Oh. Man, I thought I had the lyrics for it right here. Um, I came up with like a smo. Um, uh, yeah, here we go. I came up with like the meta smo burger, and it's the uh, double Godfather. So they have a Godfather burger. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. So you get two, two Godfather uh, patties, and you put all the with with the island toppings. So they have an island burger. So you get all the island toppings, which is like a bread, onion, and pineapple. And then with the supernova bun with the meta sauces. So they've got like their own meta sauce. Uh, So it's like the godfather with the island toppings on the supernova bun with the meta sauces. That's the meta smoke burger. (laughs) Well,
0: I know if I'm ever in Denver, that's where I'm going. And I'm going to get that burger that
1: you just said. Yeah, man. Tell them that uh, Smo sent you. Give them the code SMOMOtion and You get ten percent off. Oh, nice. That's fucking cool. That's cool. I yeah, got promo codes out here and this shit. <laughs> uh, so you yeah,
2: on some extra music too. Not just that one. You've
1: uh, you've been keeping busy. I have been keeping busy since the last time we spoke. Yes. Um, so you know, there's there is some things we can talk about. Let's let's talk about them. Um, did I have the classics out yet, or were we just talking You had about
0: mentioned it? it last time. You said you were getting ready to put it
1: out, but you didn't have it out yet. So it's out now. Cool. Yeah, it's out. Yeah. You can check it out everywhere. It's streaming on all the streaming places, and it's on YouTube and, nice. and all that stuff. So I wound up doing Kicking It in Tennessee Country Boy Swag which had never been out for stream anywhere. It was only on YouTube with a music video. Nice. Uh, My Life in a Jar, Old Dirt Road, Small Town, Dirt Road Code, which was never actually released for streaming. It was only on a SoundCloud. Whoa. Yeah. And then Honky Tonkin'. And what I did is I took all these songs back into the studio. We reproduced them completely live music on most of them wow you know a lot that's good live uh and then recut the vocals you know and rebuilt some of them like uh you know back when these songs were fresh back whenever we were doing three 16 bar verses and long ass choruses and songs were like five minutes long uh so making these new ones i had to cut them down you know to just fit uh, the format of what everybody listens to. So Kicking It in Tennessee is now two verses, and it's got a dope-ass guitar solo. <laughs> Country Boy Swag, which was only one verse on YouTube, now has uh, featuring Mr. Sneed on the second verse. Nice. You worked with him a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's that's my brother from another. Just got two beats off of him last night. I'd start working on some more <laughs> Sneed stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, My Life in a Jar, we cut that down to two verses and put a very dope bridge on it. And the music from My Life in a Jar is amazing. Uh, Old Dirt Road, I left it exactly how it was. I left it 316s because this song is probably, out of all of these, this one was a real important one for me to redo because it was like a real... Pivotal point in my life where I overcame a lot of dark shit. Gotcha. And I felt like a lot of people nowadays might be going through that same similar darkness. And I wanted to throw out a little pinnacle, like a little beacon of light. Yeah. So uh, dirt road coat, dope ass song. Um, Small town has a dope ass video. That we shot.
0: I like that video. I watched it the other day. Uh, probably, probably when you dropped it, when it went, when it went on. Um, uh, what was it Instagram? I saw it pop
1: up on Instagram, and I went and followed it. Yeah. So, small town was a lot of fun. That was the first like music video that we have shot since COVID, where we had a lot of people involved. Um, and then honky tonkin', uh, super cool to revisit that. I got to play harmonica well. on it. I played harmonica on a couple of these. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, the, the classics came out and then, um, I don't know if, uh, let's see what else. The, uh, boss hog came oh, out last week. Yeah. I was about to men- mention that one. I was like, yes, uh, that's a good boss one. Hog is, uh, kind of, you know, I'm in my pro cannabis part of my life where I'm pretty open about it more so than ever. Um, And in Oklahoma at uh, Fresh Harvest, Grow, we shot the video, you know, in the indoor grow. Nice. That's my shout-out to Jay in Oklahoma, all my fresh family. We actually have an entertainment company that we just started out in Oklahoma, Fresh Family Entertainment, and uh, got some artists that are coming out of the OKC area that's super tight. Nice. Looking forward to that, man. Yeah man, a lot of dope stuff going out there going on in Oklahoma, especially if you're pro cannabis.
2: Well, when's the when's the uh small world tour happening?
1: <laughs> so we're looking at next spring. You know, I'm hoping that next spring, you know, we'll we'll know where we're at with COVID. We'll know where we're at with these mandates and these vaccines. Um I'm going to start rehearsing this winter, and I'm going to be working with the artist Wade B. I don't know if you're familiar with him.
0: Mm, No, not familiar.
1: Check him out. If you're not, please go check him out. Uh, He just dropped a song and a video called uh, Real One, and, man, this is like my anthem right now. Uh It's on some real positive stuff. Uh, Just, yeah, check him out. Wade B., Right. Wade B. yeah. Right. Wade B. so you know we're we're trying to put together the mega tour for next year and the kinfolk tour and it would be me and wade and maybe a couple of other artists one band um with a dj one show three hours long no stage changeover no opener no headliner just a circus of music and entertainment
0: that's cool uh,
1: yeah, man. You know, if we're gonna get back, if we're gonna jump back in, it on our terms, and we're gonna do it, uh, we're gonna do it the way that we've always wanted to.
0: Yeah, that's fucking cool, man. Well, you guys, whenever all that starts, man, let me know because I, I would love to try to get you guys out here for sure. Any kind of. Way. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna be looking to travel everywhere as soon as it's you know available for us to safely do and um you know it's it's hard because to get ready to go out on tour costs so much money it's like you really you can't get ready to go on tour and not go on tour because it'll cost you yeah
0: there's a few play people that i've seen online uh the guy uh, you're familiar with the band green jello right yes well he just had to cancel his tour because of something happened with the tour guy like the manager or whatever uh, mm. they didn't get him to secure them like uh, the tour bus and ah. they had to get off of the tour and it cost him out of pocket almost $14,000 wow he was fucking furious yeah so it's mad. tough out here especially
1: when you're the boss man like yeah. when you're running the ship you gotta be real certain about it because You know, I'm going to spend five to ten grand getting ready to go on tour. Oh, yeah. Just in rehearsals and new merchandise and, you know, new equipment and all that stuff. Like ten easy just to go just to hit the road and do a run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like you got to be real sure nowadays that that's what you want to do. Otherwise, just sit still and write records and put music out. I mean, you know, I was able to put all this music out really because I wasn't touring. So I just sat back and worked on my shit and wasn't in a hurry and put these singles out and, you know, let people do what they want with them.
0: You right, know, I, right. Kind of of in the waters a little bit, man.
1: Yeah. It's still, it's still very much a content race out here. Like seems like the more content you can just shit out, the better you are. Um, but I don't know, man, I I like to take a good shit, not just, (laughs) I like to sit and think about what I'm going to put out, you know, and, and really put some, some thought and some good energy into it. You know, it'd be real easy for me to just sit down and write rhyming words and, throw stuff together but you know uh it's cool. art it means more to me than that well as i say you've been mm-hmm. doing it a long time so yeah of course it is
2: that's cool yeah oh i'm looking forward to to seeing you out and about and i'm i'm looking forward to hearing everything you got coming at us you know i think it's going to be great i think i think you're you're smart waiting until spring i think that's a like you said that, that should um pretty much show everything and you know, all the cards will be on the table by then. I have a feeling.
1: Yeah. We'll, yeah. Uh, we'll know where we're at by then. And I'm, I'm going to just prepare for it anyway, this over the winter, just for good measure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for good fun. I mean, I miss performing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I've got to get, gi- I've got a couple gigs. I got a, me and Afro man got a gig down in, uh, nice mississippi in a couple weeks really well we're, yeah we're at mississippi shit i don't even know well, uh y- spring no she some port okay all right shit, i don't even know man Gulfport. port it's gulf port
0: that's it all right that's that's about that's about two hours away from me man or three hours away from me
1: that's, we okay. dr- we drive to Gulfport for the weekend sometimes, man. So oh shit, I'm going. To, I'm going to be in Gulfport, me and Afro Man, and then my artist from uh, Oklahoma, Hugh Glass. Also, give him a look up too. Uh, Hugh Glass, which is also the name of Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio's character in The Revenant. Oh, nice. <laughs> Not to be confused with that actual person. (laughs) She class is just a rapper. Real name is Zach. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, man. Yeah,
0: let me, if if you, if you, uh, later on remind me, send me wherever you guys are going to be, and maybe me and my wife will come out there. That'd be fun.
1: Yeah, it's, I know it's in Gulfport. Uh, my buddy Greg, who put on the Kenfolk Cruise and the K2 Cruise, uh, it's his birthday, and it's like, national Sasquatch day or some shit like that. (laughs) He was like, Oh man, I'd like to have you and, uh, uh, Afro man come out and, uh, do this thing. And I was like, yeah, man, count me in. I'll come out and do whatever with you, man. Uh, I'm trying to see if he's got any advertising. That's pretty awesome.
0: That's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I, I I really couldn't tell you where the gig is. Actually, it's very terrible of me. That's all
0: right, man. I, I can always look it up, and that's not a big deal. I mean, like we get, you know, information from Golfport all the time, so I'm probably, probably pretty sure I can find it.
1: Nice. Well, he's got a restaurant down there somewhere, uh, and a venue, and some apartments and stuff. So he's gonna be putting me up for the weekend, man. Showing me a good time. I love my boy Greg. He looks just like. Uh, Jason, uh, shit, what's the dude's name Ozark?
0: Ozark. Jason oh, oh, Bateman. Jason Bateman, yeah. Yeah, Greg looks like Jason <laughs> Bateman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't tell my so, wife;
0: she she got a she had a crush on him after watching that damn
1: Ozark show. Yo, what a great show! I can't wait for the next season. <laughs> uh, and just real quick, if if I if you don't mind me sharing a movie review with you, no man, please. of course, go for it. Went to the theater this week. Which watch is. the new halloween how was it fucking terrible
0: really okay all right this is this is what i was hearing like everyone like i got mixed reviews it, people either really really loved it or they really really
1: fucking hated it if they really really loved it then they really really loved part three yeah probably yeah, the <laughs> one that had- Nothing to do with Michael Myers. You right, remember yeah. that with the masks? With the ma- but you know what?
0: I kind of dug that one.
1: I did too, but it didn't need to be a Halloween movie. No. Well, you, know,
0: we, we, you know. All right. A funny thing about that is you know why that was that was done that way. Michael Myers' story was supposed to stop after two. Right. Exactly. And then the next series of Halloween films were supposed to be individual films that were different things. Scary stories. So, yeah. Right, and then and then they were like, "Well, this ain't, this one didn't sell, so let's go back to Michael Myers."
1: Yeah, and let's reinvent that story. Let's give him a niece. Let's give him a tattoo. <laughs> right, you know, like let's give him a cult. Let's give him all this weird shit. But yo, this new one. So if you just take the last new one and this one, as, okay. as I would say, there was the original part one and part two, which was just one movie. Right. And then you take this one, which was part one and part two, which is one movie. Uh, oh. Also, I believe that's also how they shot it. Hmm. So this one was absolutely fucking terrible. It had the dumbest script ever written. Wow. Terrible fucking lines. I mean, at one point, it was like, we've got to go kill him. And she was like, we need a car. And he said... <laughs> I have a car. I was like, who the fuck wrote this? I said that shit out loud (laughs) in the theater. I was like, who the fuck wrote this? If I see Danny McBride, I'm going to slap the fuck out of him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he was going to pop out. Yeah, come on. (laughs) Like, motherfucker, like, you, all that talent, all that budget, all this, all this, and this is what the fuck you come up with? Do you think
2: we did it on purpose? Do you, do you think that it was Camp, it was campy on
0: purpose it, you
2: mean it was campy on purpose because I, I i've noticed that with a lot of late remakes or late continuations of some horror movies it's always like they want to to uh, spoof themselves parody themselves a bit to I, I i'm not quite sure why i guess because people nowadays don't take themselves uh Take these things like they don't look at them like art anymore, they look at them like
1: they're jokes. But well, that's not how the first one was done.
2: No, it isn't. But it that's seems not, like as later, the, t-
0: like even, um, even the new first, I, see,
1: I like didn't see, the, I haven't the, seen the new first one, see, I like did not either. The one Before this one, it wasn't done like hoaxy and parody like, it was like legit. I love the one before this one, and like see, where how- Jamie Curtis and her daughter and her granddaughter and.
0: Right, you I've, know, heard, I've heard like, a lot about it. You know, and I've heard. I heard it was really, really good, but I've never watched it. I, well, I,
2: mean, I, I can see we're doing a lot of remakes with these things. Like, there's a, uh, there's a. The, uh, I know what you did last summer. New series.
0: Yeah, that's coming they, out. They have a new uh, movie. A new what? Scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, filmed was, right down the road yeah.
1: from from him. Scream. Like with yeah. the
2: old cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: I'm excited about Matrix 4, I ain't gonna lie. I am too, uh, I, I, and you know what else I did?
0: I, I watched, um, I did watch a new movie. I watched the new Dune. Ooh, how was that? Because it looks complex. It's. I loved it. I thought it was great. You know, in my personal opinion, it's... You didn't understand it, did you? Oh, no, I did. I loved yeah. it. It was great. It's, it's, a, it's, it's actually the first part, though, because it does say it when it says Dune, and then it says part one. So okay. when it ends, it's only just basically we just begun kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? But if you've watched the original Dune, mm-hmm. and then you watch this one, it's cool to see what new things they've done with the characters. You know what I'm saying? Like
2: Are spice. What's that? Are they still mining spice? Of
0: course. I mean that's the whole they,
2: that's the whole purpose. Do of the they purpose. do they know that spice is just uh, fat <laughs> is what? what is- it's just bath salts. Remember yeah. remember when they had bath salts? Yeah. Everybody was smoking spice. Spice, Ice. yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember that shit.
1: Those idiots. That was so dumb. But
0: no, <laughs> it was a good movie, man. I enjoyed it. I, I I, I. mean, of course, there were flaws in it, but I mean, it was still a decent film. And all these people that are bad-mouthing it online saying, you know, oh, the, the old movie is so much better. And you know why the old movie's better to you guys? I'm just going to say that right now because you grew up with that movie. You know, yeah. I mean, of course, it's going to hold a, a special place for you because of how good the film was back then. But you got to sit down and, and look at it with an open, open mind when you watch this movie. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like they trying to reinvigorate the kids or not kids, but the, I guess you could say millennial adults, millennial in, adults in, yeah. into something,
1: you know, Which yo, it was chock full of that. Yeah. When you. The, it was fucked up. I'm not on top of being a shitty movie. It was fucked up, okay. Halloween, because yeah, the new Halloween. Oh, okay, they made it. They made it so fucked up. And I wish that you had seen the one before this one. They did a 30 minute fuck. This was the dumbest fucking movie. I better not start raging on this. This was the <laughs> dumbest fucking movie I've ever seen. At one point, every crawling critter of Hattonfield was in its hospital, right? And chasing of, of small elderly bald man around the hospital because they thought it was Michael Myers, but it was the, it was the fucking umbrella man. They made a 30 minute fucking part of this movie about the umbrella man. (laughs) The umbrella man is in part one of this. (laughs) new series oh my and gosh. he was he was a fellow inmate at the psych place when in part one when they all when the bus of course the bus crashed and they <laughs> all got out and the umbrella man was one of the fucking escapees 30 minutes of the new halloween was about all these people chasing the fucking umbrella man <laughs> and they check and all kinds of people it's not him it's not him they're like evil dies tonight evil dies tonight i wish i had a nickel for every time they said evil dies tonight evil dies tonight and i was like yo it's like it was it's, it sounded i swear it sounded like they were using like protest like like black lives matter like uh <laughs> You know, like, it, I sw- <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, when you watch this, they say it so much that they beat it into your head. And then they bring back, they bring back Tommy Doyle, right, from part one. Right. The kid, they bring back Tommy Doyle. He's a fucking chode, right? He's the a, a <laughs> worst fucking actor I've ever seen, this piece of shit. Just as soon as he opened his mouth, I told my wife, I said, let's get the fuck out of here. And she was like, we ate mushrooms. We probably shouldn't leave. And I was like, shit, you're right. So (laughs) I stayed to ride that out. So Tommy fucking Doyle and then Lindsay. Lindsay. Remember Tommy and Lindsay from part one? Yes. So it's got them. It's got the nurse that was with Dr. Loomis. Oh, uh, wow.
2: full of old cameos.
1: Yeah, a bunch of cameos. All of them fucking dead. All of them dead. My God, Tommy Doyle, and then they use they use like this. They like they had the whole town that was like, we're tired of Michael fucking up our lives, and the whole town like hunting him down, and like, like, yeah, like Frankenstein, and then they they like set him up, and they catch him, and he's like got his mask off. It's like this once again like every angle of like his, his beard or his back of his head, but never see his fucking face. And he looks, he looks sickly. Hmm. Like at one point in the movie, he just looks frail. And I'm like, Michael Myers isn't frail. He's old skinny. And then he's like, they set him up and the whole town circles around him. And then they're going to beat his ass and there's Tommy with the baseball bat and he's fucking whooping on him and of course Michael don't die of course he don't die no and don't call don't call it halloween kills michael don't die he don't die and i hate to spoil it like that but you knew
0: well no, knew no. yeah a- yeah because but they just because they just fucking announced halloween's end
1: oh my god yo i'm done with this franchise <laughs> Well, I think let me me go back to this one thing. I do love the original because I grew up on it, but I love Rob Zombie's Halloween.
0: I liked it, too. I don't care what everybody bitched about how terrible it was, but I thought it was really good.
1: I thought that would they could have stopped fucking with it after that and left it alone. Now he's got Adam's family. Who? Rob Zombie. Get the fuck out of
0: here. Not the Adam's family, the Monsters. Oh, I'm sorry. The oh, okay.
1: monster. Right. I was about to say, the monster. That makes better. sense. Yeah. But he, yeah, he, I he, just he, I wanted to share my opinion, man. I'm sorry that it no. turned into a
2: rant. Well, now they, they've remade uh, new is uh, Candyman.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. I heard that was my, garbage. My wife wants to watch it. I'm not into it. It's that Peels dude or whatever. King. Oh, he's
0: doing it. Okay. Yeah. I
1: heard it. I heard it wasn't that good. Everybody said like
0: all the horror fans are hating on it. I'm new- not into it, man. New movie that could be filmed
2: here, which is another classic horror movie that no one ever really fucking talks about. Which
0: one? Uh, the Omen. Ooh, I love that movie, dude. That's some of my favorite shit. As a kid, I remember like the scene of the kid uh, knocking the the lady off the stairs and shit with the bike. What about
1: a nanny hung herself out the window during the birthday party?
0: Fuck yeah, dude! Like Uh-oh. busted through the window, dude. That was yep.
1: awesome.
2: And another classic, going back to the beginning making it modern, is what the, what I understand they're going to be doing, is one of my favorite movies as a kid, which was Witchboard.
0: Whoa, they, they're remaking Witchboard, dude? Wow.
2: That's That's the buzz up here. So
0: Ooh, that'll be good. That's exciting. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's going to be kind of cool. And it, Can you imagine doing a movie like that with the
1: effects we got today? Hey, oh, that's yeah. so good. That's incredible. Incredible. Well, you know, a, fr- oh.
0: a friend of ours... um, uh, he's been on the show, he's a director, his name is Billy Pond, he actually put his name in several times for the Halloween films and of course, I mean, obviously he didn't get picked for it, but he's been trying to get one of those films for years, and he, the one he really wants to do is Texas
1: Chainsaw Massacre he's Man, like, tell him to holler at me if he's one of your people, yeah, because yeah. I got the brand new movie like, and I've got the whole story and we're in the midst of writing the script, but tell him to holler at Smo because... Yeah, I will because um, he's great. Uh, look
0: up... Um, he's got a few films out right now. Like Circus uh, of the Dead. Circus of the Dead is one. Um uh, Boy. dollboy Boy, and he's working on a, uh, a horror I'm western good. right now.
1: Yo, tell him to holler at me, man. I've got a... A movie that I wrote, *Circus of the Dead*. Okay. Ooh, it's got a FNAF SL song. Yes. Okay, I want to listen to that.
0: Um, but Billy's an awesome dude, man, and he's really good at what he does. Uh, but
1: yeah, I'll I'll, I'll hit him up tonight and tell him to give you a holler. Yeah. Look, say, hey, look, Smo's got a fucking movie. I don't want to talk about it on the show because yeah. I don't want to give yeah. the idea away, but. Me and my wife started uh, a couple years ago. Actually, during the pandemic, we started writing the the novel yep. of the story together. And it's an epic fucking story. It's a, like a three-generational fucking story. It's, it could very well turn into a franchise. But... I
0: remember when you were saying you were writing the script. And, and then uh, me and Justin, of course, <laughs> said, if you ever need us, we're there. Yo, yep. I'm telling you, we're on to something i
2: you know, I can, I can bring the pretty.
0: Uh, you can you can bring the pretty, buddy. You can, you, you'll be the, you'll be the, uh, the beautiful guy in the corner.
2: Yeah, you know, that's what I usually am, beautiful guy in the corner. <laughs> uh, however, it's very Blair Witch because that's where I'm standing.
1: It's kind of right, face <laughs> really in the corner weird. like you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Hilarious. Oh shit. No, uh, dude, yeah, I'll definitely is, get them hooked
0: up with you. This
2: is great, man. It sounds like you you've got a lot of a lot of things uh you know, like uh sticking in the oven right now. You, you, you got stuff burning ready to go.
1: Yeah, I'm doing uh I'm doing good right now. I've got a few songs that are about to drop. I've got uh it's all feature stuff uh the Ten- Tennessee Titans. I don't know if y'all are fan of the football team
0: i am a fan of football but not 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 really the titans man because i'm I'm from the you know i'm the saints so
1: yeah of course of course well you know being here in tennessee i'm not really into football too much but i'm a titans fan just because uh and i got the theme song that i wrote for the titans coming out next month on the 19th it's called titan time oh that's dude that's fucking cool yeah super excited about that uh couple more features i think one next week i did a song with this guy called brass fingers nice and um he's a producer and a rapper we did a song called country baby has his wife singing on the hook shot the video here at the farm so i'll probably start pushing out the promos for it at the first of the week um video turned out really good it's got me and my wife in it together so nice (laughs) you know family in the project you know i like that yeah, like in small town, I had my wife, my kids, my mom. They were all in it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's yep. a cool video, by the way, man. I I really did Thanks. dig it. I directed that. Wow, oh, good uh, job. Yeah, man. I, I'd love to come back on at the first of the year, man. Let's circle back and talk about everything. Hell we'll talk yeah. about. Movies
2: and- Let's do it, and we'll get uh, Billy to contact you and uh, see what can man, come, uh, come
0: about that. Smoke. Look, you you can come on anytime you want man you want to come on tomorrow you can come on tomorrow you can come co-host the show with me if you want sometimes i don't care come on man come hang out
1: are you? Well, look if you do come to oklahoma i'll tell you i am MCN hosting an event out there it's the cannabis cup uh it's called the cowboy cup it's a big deal um also a judge on the indoor flower um for that so uh, over 160 entries on that That's so i got to cool. test a lot of that a lot of that.
0: Was, um, so you guys you guys are out of tennessee or y'all back in tennessee
1: uh we're back and forth we go to oklahoma every week pretty oh, okay, much okay i just want to say
0: uh me and my wife had a vacation to tennessee um was tennessee it, yeah it was a couple
2: sorry i was going into I, I know
0: you were i know you what you were doing uh, it was it was a <laughs> It was about six months ago or so. We had a little vacation out in Tennessee, man, and we b- both fell fell in love with the area, dude. It's awesome.
1: Such a nice place. It is, I love man.
0: It. We went up in the mountains and shit and came, you know, did a, it was
1: fantastic. Loved it.
2: Man, yeah. you should go up there and enjoy the scenery. You don't have to defecate everywhere you go,
0: bro.
1: I'm sorry. I yeah. had to. I
0: had to put some shit somewhere.
1: Yeah. Hey, well, look, man. Well, feel free to come back anytime you like. Oh, well, we'll thank keep, you. Appreciate we'll keep you. Keep the light on for you. <laughs> All
0: right. What is it? up uh, <laughs> paul bodin or some shit like that i can't remember his name
1: well keep the light on for you
0: <laughs> well i tell you what man get, 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 tell these people out here your uh, website address and all that good shit so they can go out there and visit you on your site
1: make sure that you follow me on my website fuck social media facebook is a scam even though i do post on there it's just a bunch of fucking haters or there's some really sweet people on there, but you like if you got to dig through the haters to get to the sweet people, it's like eating through shit to get to chocolate. Exactly. Uh, Instagram is where like I don't post a lot because I think that like it should just be for like DMs. It's like a side G email kind of. Yep. And mm-hmm. you, like your stories are kind of like your advertisements and stuff. So uh, it's all the same thing. It's all the real big smo, and I don't even go by big smo anymore. I just go by smo so all of my stuff though is the real big smo all lowercase all one word um or four words that are no speck but like where you really want to find me at is my website the real um or you can go to find all my stuff at smomart you know go shop on my stuff at smomart.com uh we do a we do a blog on our website Uh, We try to be more interactive on our website than our socials, but it's hard because nobody will come to our website because they're all socials. Preach,
0: brother. (laughs) I've tried for years. It's so hard to get people to go to your website. It's ridiculous.
1: It's hard, but I got a really cool website, and it's really easy. At least go and check it out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm doing virtual meet and greets, so you can schedule a virtual meet and greet Like if you're a fan like 25 bucks and we can zoom and I like, you know, it's a hang. Like I smoke weed and talk to my fans. That's fucking cool, man. And you do cameo too. Don't forget that. Yeah. And I do cameo, you know, it, it is what it is. People like the virtual meet and greets better. Cause it's like real personal, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, and I, you know, I just sit in my vocal booth, same place I am now, my podcast stuff and just talk to people. And I got people that hit me up, like instead of paying, The $100 consultant fee, there's some smart people that have figured out that they can get the info they need from me in five to 10 minutes for 25 bucks. So they're like, I've got these people that keep hitting me up for these virtual meet and greets (laughs) that are just like, they're getting like fucking 25 minute consultant Sessions. But like, <laughs> I'll just talk once we get to talking, man. I'll just sit there. It's like 30 minutes. I'm like, whoa, motherfuckers, it's supposed to be five minutes. <laughs> well, it's all right though, man. You you cool. Yeah, yeah, no, I like I like talking to my people. So uh but yeah. yeah, let's get let's come back together and do this. But everybody go check me out. Uh YouTube, Slow Motion TV. Uh just Google me. I'll pop up. Oh uh, man you heard it
0: here
1: first.
0: Go to the Google. That's right. Google on the Go Google yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but man it thank you again dude you've all you're always welcome on this show dude yeah oh I'm sorry my Uh-oh. kid popped in for a second but anyway it's like awesome. I, like I was saying man you're always welcome on the show you know that your family out here we you know we consider you part of us and and you know we're just glad you you know come back on whenever you got your stuff done
1: Thanks. I appreciate it, guys. And I appreciate you having me on. And I look forward to us talking again soon. Hell yeah. Absolutely. forward to the tour, man. So.
0: All right, All right ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I was your host, Wayne. I'm the rub guy.
1: I'm just Smoke.
0: And as always, remember to keep it, keep it, keep it. Keep it yeah.